Hello and welcome to the first episode of Safe House. I'm going to keep this intro really, really short and sweet. The idea for this podcast was born at the beginning of 2021 and the process for producing this podcast has been really quick. Although it's been quick, it's something that I'm really passionate about. This show is about creatives to support and shed light on the work we do in and out of lockdown and to spread some love, a little bit of positivity and a sense of unity, which is something I think we could all benefit from. Just a little something to let us know that we're not in it on our own. This first episode is in conversation with one of my really good friends, Tobias Piva. He's creative, he's a little bit of an influencer, he's extremely positive, and I love the work that he does. So I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as I have enjoyed recording it. And yeah, welcome to Safe House. Hello! Welcome to Safe House. Thank you for having me. I mean, slapping my face on a box of cereal. <laughs> hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? Nothing. It's about talking. Stephen Mulhern is the love of my life. People think that we are living in Towie. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That's so sick. Thank you for coming. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. Okay, we've got yep. sound. It's recording. Amazing. So, welcome to the show. Oh, hang on. I was using the wrong one. Hello. Okay, <laughs> sounds better now. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Safe House. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, am I meant to have a drink? Um, I mean, you can. That's not an... But was I supposed to? I've so got... I didn't plan this, but for some reason, my dad always knows what the tea is. I will. I'll sit here and wait for you to get your drink. <laughs> I've got a whole crate of Corona. <laughs> that is, yeah. it's very fitting. I'll give you that one. So, I'll open one of these then. What time is it? It's only four o'clock. Bloody hell! I know. I know. Stunning. How are we? Um, we're surviving. We are surviving. I'm here. Isn't that what counts? How are you? Trying to. Stay creative. Oh, one of my lecturers said to me the other day is that you need to just stay positive and stay creative. So that's just my motivation. That is okay. <laughs> that's exactly why we're here. So oh. this podcast is basically about creatives, staying positive. Obviously, at this time, not everything is positive. There are some negatives and it's not ideal situation that we're in. But I am gathering together all of my creative friends and I'm going to be dragging everyone on. Everyone's here, <laughs> yeah. and I'm really excited to start. Um, I just don't know what I can bring to this. I'm just like plain Jane. Don't be daft. Don't be daft. <laughs> Everyone's creative, especially you, especially you. And we're gonna get, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into it. Okay. Oh god. Right. Where do we start? Where are we? Perfect place to start. How are you doing? <laughs> it's good to see you. How have you been? And what have you been up to? I'm good. I feel very privileged to just have a lot of things to look forward to going back to uni mm -hmm. we're online but you know staying creative working on social stuff trying to it's exam season am i right it is but i don't do exams so. absolutely stunning i've just submitted today my final assessment of the first <gasps> semester so i am now a free bitch for like three weeks that's so sick there is a few people that i've got lined up and i'm having to wait and hold off these interviews because they've got exams and assignments which i completely mm. understand that is a positive of lockdown for me 
I'm having a year off. I'm having a detox year. Because um, I thought you were online. So I was supposed to be going on my year abroad and oh, yeah. uni said no. Oh. They said absolutely not. We couldn't go, which I can completely understand. And although it sounds shit and so many people have been like, I'd be so annoyed. Uni's going to take so much longer. But actually, mm. I've managed to save money. Mm. I've got a job. I'm getting experience. Mm. I have so much time to be creative. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. But it's been stunning for all of that. And um, I, I'm also grateful for, not grateful for Corona, but the opportunities that I've had over the past like nine months. Yeah, I think also it's just wouldn't have been worth it like you would have gone out there but you wouldn't have had the same experience that you would have exactly hoped for and i think you would have come home feeling a bit let down exactly i wouldn't have wanted to go or not come well, home at all i wouldn't have wanted to go and i've had to stay in the whole time the idea behind me going is so that i can socialize with spanish people is to, to be able to like converse and communicate and like i can't do that all online because i'm not gonna learn mm. anything it would have been me sat in yeah. my little flat on my own like <laughs> trying to make my own paella and doing absolutely nothing <laughs> and speaking to no one that is not what i want that's not that's what i want but like yeah no that, that's not what i wanted <laughs> so you can understand why i'm like kind of fine with not going but also like your instagram has like popped off over the last 12 months and like not that it didn't before but like if you were literally in spain on your own like trapped inside being like hello here's me with my paella i mean (laughs) it would still pop off because i have been stuck inside like whether i'm stuck in spain or i'm stuck here we are still all inside and it's a big thing is what i wanted to talk about is being able to pop off (laughs) Mm. regardless of what's going on and regardless of the lack of like resources we don't have light. Mm. Most of us don't have professional cameras. And we don't have a whole team. Mm. It's like, you're in on your own. Well, I have found that, I mean, I'm someone that's got, like, a lot of experience with, like, professional stuff. Mm. But, like, stuff gets outdated so quickly that it kind of isn't really worthwhile doing it. Yeah. I don't think we've spoken about what you do. What? Oh, so I, I am a student. I study television and radio production. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have to call myself a social media content creator. A bit of an influencer. I I don't want to say that, but like, if you literally read through my LinkedIn, it's like, influencer, influencer. (laughs) So yeah, I work with brands, work with people who, I do a lot of stuff for free because it's about like, you know, networking, Mm -hmm. building contacts for my career. But at the Mm -hmm. moment, it's it's basically impossible anyway to crack the TV industry. So to yeah. do it in Corona, it's like, mm-hmm. don't even bother. Do you know so, what though? You're giving it a good crack. I like... am giving it a good crack. And I think any opportunity that comes my way, even if it's not TV related, I'm just going for it because it's like, mm-hmm. why not? I've got the time. You do that anyway, whether it was lockdown or not. I just think the reason why I wanted to speak to you is because you are doing all this despite what's going on. Like you do it anyway. But you're still managing to do, like, Aww. more than I could do or more than, like, so many other people could do despite well, of, like, all of this. It's it's mad. I think I only started TikTok at the start of, like, 2019, mm. at the start of last year. And lockdown just meant, like, the same as everyone else, really. I was just banging mm-hmm. out content because it was, like, I got nothing to lose. But everyone is on their phones. Yeah, everyone's on their phones. And everyone is thirsty for content everyone's willing to watch stuff and 
if you're telling everyone you've done something, then everyone's got nothing else to do, so they might as well watch it or join in or whatever. Exactly. So I've done, like, so much, despite lockdown and everything. So, yeah, I feel like, oh, my God, I'm the worst for digressing on what we're talking about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, like, I prefer... I don't really like influencer. Right. I, I prefer the term content creator. It just comes up as as though I'm like Molly May. You are I'm Molly like, May. I'm just not Molly May. <laughs> You're like a young gay Molly <laughs> May. <laughs> Literally, you better follow in her footsteps. <laughs> if Molly May was a blonde twink. If Molly May was a blonde twink, it's, it is it is you. Um, I wouldn't even think that's a bad comparison because this is a person who has made everything and made an empire from absolutely nothing, from absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What's not good about that? No, I do... I, uh, nothing. You are totally right. And I don't... It's just become... With how influencing is going, I try to side myself more along the lines of a content creator because you have these two roots of people mm-hmm. who are like social media superstar wannabe type people. And then I'm just n- nowhere near like yeah. that. I'm just not one of those people. Well, maybe not necessarily just you on your own, but people like you and like content creators like yourself, there's a possibility for you to change how people look at it. Because yeah. the content that you're putting out isn't, it isn't conceited and it's not pretending to be a certain way. The thing that I like about the content that you put out is it's absolutely yourself and you don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's why I make myself sound like a business model, but like that's why my content works. It does. True, true. I don't want to say like the reason why my stuff works, even though I guess that is what I should say, is because, like you say, it's just me. I just do what I want, and if I feel something, I post it out there. But like mm-hmm. my content, the reason why people want to link up with me and why I have teamed up with lots of people is because mm-hmm. they like my work and my style and what vibe I bring to stuff. It's more that it's my energy that I'm portraying rather than just like slapping my face on a box of cereal. And that's what I like about it. Mm. Yeah. Well, going off that, like over the last few weeks, I've really had a bit of a reality check that I haven't posted on TikTok in quite a while. And so since sort of Christmassy times, because I've just been so busy, I was like, TikTok, like, but now i sat down and i was like why aren't i posting anything because it has been such an asset and in terms of like what's made me money um and what's made me build my brand tiktok has been the one right at the top so i need to stay on that game and i've realized how the kind of need to pump out content constantly is becoming so much harder because the like fyp is so so crowded with like everyday people but there's so many yeah. different types of people which is what tiktok like welcomes is yeah, not yeah. like perfect content you don't have to have perfect mm. content i think that's what's nice about it is like you can go mm. from having nothing to having everything really quickly yeah on TikTok. and that's exactly what i did even though i've managed to build quite a lot of followers and likes and stuff I've realised I need to kind of up my game. So I'm going to turn a corner and go for some more pro-style stuff. And Mm -hmm. I... Which you have access to because of the course that you do. So Yeah, but, like, I don't even need that. Like, I can fully edit stuff, film stuff and everything. But it's just that I don't bother doing it for Mm -hmm. TikTok because you can make some pretty cool stuff in the TikTok app. And I think Mm -hmm. in order to sort of turn a corner with my stuff i'm gonna up my game 
and uh, I've got some stuff lined up, which are, mm-hmm. I would say they're top secret, but they're not like overly. Exciting. Anything you can talk about? Oh, just some like student brands and um, okay. uh, like quite a big technology brand, but it's just like a student campaign. It's nothing big. Yeah. But like, in order to don't th- see this is, I feel like this is a uh, I've noticed not just in the interview, but like you talking yourself down. Like because it's embarrassing. I wouldn't have you here if I didn't think that you could inspire people to do like Aww. that's that's why i've got people here like you, t- you said something that i thought was quite interesting is that you have access to everything professional stuff and yet you don't want to use it because you don't need it and that's yeah well w- without it yeah i mean th- my content works and i love doing what i do because it's about mm. ultimately about me and my ideas and so even though through my university Mm -hmm. i've got access to like millions of pounds worth of equipment i can use and make it literally like the standard quality of like something you'd see on tv i just don't because it doesn't actually need that but i think i'm gonna find a balance and up it a gear when i can at no extra effort i think what pisses me off is that with more and more people understanding the kind of algorithm and the... Don't get me started on the algorithm. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of stealing content. Right. And, you know, you use other people's audios, you recreate stuff. Yeah. Like that. That's totally fine. But there is such a thing as creative integrity. Yeah. And definitely, I wouldn't say that a single one of your videos is something that I've seen anybody else do. Well, some of my videos I have sort of, like taking inspiration or use an idea from somebody else but which is fine i always sit down and say to myself like is this directly Mm -hmm. copying someone when you watch the two videos do they look exactly the same and i feel like there's so much of that out there you kind of need to find your own lane a lot more at the moment because on tiktok people find a reason to actually send you hate comments i think if you show any sign of weakness people are looking for people are sort of picking arguments at the moment because of the negativity and the lockdown yeah. and everything i think as much as people want a laugh and they're looking for a good time people are also looking to kind of do you think that's something that has just come around because of the lockdown because obviously you just started your like social media journey kind of thing in january so yeah maybe is that something that's just a social media thing or do you think because people have more time on their hands well, I, I mean, everyone's human, and if you see someone who's doing something and they're doing well, and you're not, obviously, your natural mm. instinct is to kind of hate on them for it. And a lot of people do that because it's just jealousy. Like, and again, when you post stuff online, you have mm. to be prepared to always get negative comments. But I think what's tricky with TikTok is oh, I got so <laughs> pissed off the other day because somebody you go as you scroll through FYP. And you read through all the comments and they're all like fat shaming or really racist or people like taking the piss out of something. And then you scroll to another video that's harmless and then everyone's like, can't believe in 2020 you're behaving like this. A lot, sometimes I post things and people comment like, how would you say that? And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like of all the negativity that's going on in the world. So do you think there's an element of people trying to pick fights and not necessarily picking the fights in the right area yeah at the moment i think obviously i'm 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 completely against anything that's anything phobic or anything that's like i don't need to say the whole list but obviously any direct hate or insult or anything is Mm -hmm. awful but it just feels like to me sometimes i will scroll past something and be like that's awful that actually impacted me and made me feel 
awful for having read that or seen that or that's really offensive or that offends me or is that going to offend someone else and the comments will all just be celebrating yeah. the content and then you'll find something else where all the comments are completely wrong yeah. and people are just attacking them and it yeah. feels like a bit of like jumping on the bandwagon a little bit yeah it's a sort of i think a lot of people are trying to be more socially aware this is something that i actually wanted to talk about really? because yes so, so you're reading my notes bitch <laughs> <laughs> so what one thing i have noticed and i think is a positive of being in lockdown there is a push for social change and a bit of a revolution in the sense that people that um will be going about their days and being a, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more ignorant and ignoring these um social injustices they're picking up on them and there's more people that are trying to push for equality in all senses of the word possibly what you're talking about when people are jumping on the bandwagon on on social media maybe that's the negative of this social revolution that we might be seeing Mm. like i spent so much time last year Mm -hmm. educating myself having conversations educating other people but i think a danger that was created by social media from it was that there became a lot of shame culture about it which this planet we live on there is no place for hatred um, but unfortunately it still exists and we have mm. to work towards getting past it rather than yeah. pretending it's not happening and so many people have developed this culture of shame behavior for what you do and don't do this is a big thing that I've experienced a lot during lockdown is posting socio-political things, posting anything but specifically socio-political things and then being educated. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to change your opinion after being educated. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. And I think like a lot of people have this thing where someone will tell them, oh, maybe that was wrong that you did that or this isn't right. And and they'll get their back up about it and then they'll put like a nameless, faceless tweet about something and... And I think it's, it's, it's okay to be educated and to change your mind. It's okay. That's fine. I think we need more of that. It, I th- yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what changes opinions and makes an impact is having open mm-hmm. conversations where you, where you develop an understanding of something rather than how much have you shared on your Instagram story. Because social media isn't everything. It's about going to protests. It's about talking to people whose story it actually is and who actually experience these things in real life. And one of my friends, I won't name names, um, but one of my friends, when, when the Black Lives Matter movement was at its prime during the summer, a lot of people were messaging my friend because she was the token black person in their lives because okay. I live in a, a quite white-centric area. So they were all messaging her, asking her questions. And we're supposed to sit and listen to the people in the community and hear their stories and listen, which is why the black squares don't work because mm-hmm. we, we're filling up the timeline with all these black squares and we can't actually hear the narrative of what this movement's about. But also interrogating someone from the community when, when it's such a hard time anyway and they're being put in this spotlight, it's just, it's it's not okay either. There has to be some in between. Like, it's just about listening. And I think a lot of people were trying to talk. It's not about us talking. It's about them talking. And it's okay if they don't talk. And it's okay if they do talk. But it's not our place to, to push. And I, just one final thing to add to that, was that I I had so many conversations that I sort of made it my own mission in a way Mm -hmm. to not 
just obviously educate myself but then to also talk about it but I talked to my parents and to my siblings and to my friends about what it meant to them I had lots of conversations with people about slurs and appropriate language and it's an interesting thing I talked about with my sister is that a lot of people still use the R word and so many people who who I went to school with were posting things about not using the N-word, but then the next day post something with the R-word on their story. People need to understand that it's not just about channeling all your perspective towards one thing and just cutting stuff off and writing down, like, I will not say this. People need to talk and develop an understanding of what's right and wrong in terms of love and care and sharing Mm -hmm. um, between people. Yeah, there's so much work that needs to be done. And I will say the same thing. There's a lot of people in my life that definitely don't use any slurs whatsoever. There's some people that do. And there's a massive grey area. And I've I've noticed during lockdown that I've been trying to have these conversations with like parents and older family members specifically. And they seem to have an issue with getting their head around these changes that they seem to think were making to their world that they've made and going back to being educated and changing your mind on things it seems to me and what I find most frustrating living at home is that they don't want to be educated they seem to feel like you're attacking them but I've had my opinions and my mind changed on things and I think it's just about learning to be okay with not knowing everything don't get me wrong there's certain people that I I won't try and talk to and I won't try and educate which is really sad and I I do pride myself in trying to educate people and I don't have all the information but I'm very Mm. careful in my approach Mm. in the sense that I ask people questions a lot so I'll question um I'll question certain family members on like why they've chosen a certain word or why why have you said that or like Mm. what does that mean to you like do you know what that word means and I'm not necessarily saying that I know but I'm trying to get them to think a little bit more about the words that they're choosing and why they think a certain way Mm. It's a time to change and it's a time to mm-hmm. realise that we need to celebrate everybody for yeah. what they stand for and what they identify as and yeah. how they feel and what they're good at, what they're bad at, what everyone just needs to be celebrated. Um, now available for motivational speakings. Um... <laughs> Hello. I do apologise for interrupting the podcast at this point. Uh, But I just wanted to take a second to say that, as we all know, creatives are an extremely important part of our lives, especially during these times. And this podcast, obviously, is aiming to shed light on that. It takes a huge amount of time and energy to produce something like this from start to finish. So if you've enjoyed any part of this podcast so far, or you enjoy any of the podcasts in the future... I have set up a little bit of a crowdfunding page on Just Giving. The link will be below and it's on my Instagram bio, safe.house, spelled H-A-U-S. I'll be posting it all over my socials when the episodes come out so it will be easily accessible. Any donation is absolutely amazing, even the smallest donation towards the work that has gone into the show. It just means that in the future, I can scale the podcast up a little bit, which I fully intend to do, and even be able to pay for the creatives that I'm interviewing, because obviously they're taking time out of their lives to be interviewed by me. Even if donations is something 
something that you can't do, something you can't afford, that's absolutely fine. Just sharing the podcast on your socials would be amazing. Putting it on stories, commenting, sharing it with your friends. If you do actually genuinely enjoy it, then um, any comments or any feedback would be amazing. If you don't enjoy it, feedback's amazing as well. But I won't keep you from the rest of the podcast. So I hope you enjoy the rest of it. Thank you so much for listening. Right, so I'm going to take it back a little bit. And um, I'm going to start by saying we've known each other for like a decent amount of time now. And ever since we first interacted online and for however long, I think it might be a couple of years now, that we've known each other. You've been one of the most creatively motivated people going back to you like posting content all the motherfucking time. Since you, you're literally the same. You're like the one person who I'm like, oh my god, Dan, shut the fuck up. When are you going to stop posting stuff? I feel such a pressure, one, to post content a lot. And also, I have the opposite anxiety of, am I posting too much? And by your face, the viewers (laughs) can't see your face. I feel like I might post too much. No, 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 I'm just a bit confused as to what you just said. I... So I have the anxiety of feeling like I need to post things because I feel like if I'm not posting enough, then people aren't seeing my ability and my talent. But also when I post it, I feel like, well, who's interested and why am I doing it? Am I doing this just for me? Um, I don't think you post too much. No. Like, social media is a blank canvas. It's full of bullshit, mm. but like whether you take any notice of it or not, is your decision so i don't think you post too much at all if you post 24 7 every day that's not too much like do what you like you're definitely the person who i would say posts the most out of like all the people you follow i'm like when i scroll through i'm like there's another picture of dan's balls like oh (laughs) (laughs) um like you're you're definitely defo up there but like i would never shame you for that at all if anything That is such no. a massive confidence thing to be able to do that. There are so many people I know who were like, oh, I don't want to post on Instagram. I'm too nervous. Like, yeah, jog on. I think because I've come from a place of hating what I look like and hating my body because I was, oh. I, I've been told my whole life, this is my, um, my X Factor sob story, is <laughs> like, you're too oh. skinny, you're too femme, and then... Lots and lots of other things that a lot of the gay community can relate to, like, uh, for instance, um, I don't know if it's going to go into that or not. I'll say it and then I might cut it out. Like, you can't be a top because you're too femme and you can't be a bottom because you're too hairy or, like, anything like that. Right. And I would say since the start of lockdown, I have just thought it might be because I'm not faced with anyone and I don't have to see anyone and it's kind of like I can post what I want and I don't have to own anything because no one's That's there. True. So I'm posting what I want, how I want, acting how I want, dressing how I want, and speaking how I want. And then any of the comments that come after that, it's literally just text on the screen and I don't have to deal with it. I think that's probably why I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah, totally. I I honestly relate to you so much there because I, I've had a massive glow up over the last 12 months. And I've been a little bit like upset over the this Christmas thinking about how obviously like this christmas has been like shite (laughs) and i haven't been able to see like all my family Uh it's thinking back to where i was 12 months ago and how miserable i was oh my god how 
how miserable I was. Miserable, but in a completely different way. Yeah, just miserable because I just had no idea that I hated myself. Everything uh-huh. I do, everything I was doing was wrong. Like just uh-huh. wrong. And like I look at my hair, and I'm like, my hair looked awful. Even just your hair, like the journey that my hair has been on. But I'm like, my hair was awful because I was right. miserable. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can tell someone's mood <laughs> from their haircut. Like, this is a new theory that we're we're like starting here is if your hair is shit, you feel shit as well. And I absolutely <laughs> feel that. Do you wanna just start DMing people like, You okay, hun? Are you okay? Because DM I can see your your hair doesn't look too great today. <laughs> yeah, it's not really working. No, but I know what you mean because if I look back at pictures from last year, you know, you get those little, I think everyone's getting these Snapchat memories and it's, it's shit. We weren't in lockdown this time last year. So you're getting all these nice Snapchats. But if I look back at what I looked like, yeah. what I acted like, who I was hanging around with, what relationships yeah. I was in, who I was yeah. interacting with one. and who I was giving my time to, I'm like, yeah, what is like, yeah. it's, we, we are light years ahead of where we were last year but i'm the same in that like i had a, a massive blow up over lockdown because i was at uh-huh. home with my parents and i was seeing other people posting online but actually rather than there was a good few uh-huh. weeks of sitting there feeling like utter shit so mm-hmm. it felt negative like you yeah. said i just had time to do what i like and post what i want that I just had so much time to be free mm-hmm. and I just, I became me. I just yeah. want to be me. <laughs> it sounds so cringe, yeah. but like it really works. It sounds cringe. It sounds cringe. I know what you mean, but it, it's true. It's so like, worth saying thank you, Boris. <laughs> I'm definitely got that out. <laughs> he pays your bills, mama. De- definitely cut him out. No, so I didn't want, I didn't want to actually touch on something that you said. So when you were talking about Oh, I've got all these. I'm prepared for this interview, <laughs> literally. So you mentioned that um, you spent like a few weeks or like a little bit of a, a grace period where you didn't want to post anything, which I can absolutely uh, relate to. In between not wanting to post at all and being this amazing new realized version of yourself that you are now, you look at Instagram, you see all these people and they're looking stunning. Yeah. They're in these gorgeous places doing amazing things. And there's no way that everyone is having an absolutely amazing time. There's no way that everything that I'm seeing online, when I'm in that headspace, there's no way everything that I'm seeing, this positive stuff that I'm jealous of and this stuff that makes me not want to post, there's no way all that is real. So why do we feel like that? I I can't relate more enough. That doesn't make any sense. I can't relate more in that I think everyone totally didn't want to admit it as well that with the announcement of lockdown everyone was just in this kind of Mm -hmm. limbo of like what the fuck is going on and i was so anxious because of the level of activity that was going on online in that i hadn't reached this stage of like formal content creator sort of semi-influencer type thing yet but that I was obviously uh-huh. a young person online and people messaging you yeah. all day, the kind of sheer amount of information coming at you and people talking to you, negativity in the news, 
just I couldn't handle it. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I was so upset uh-huh. and stressed out by it. And I just shut it all out. I just told everyone that I cared about that if you need me, uh-huh. you know where I am. But right now, I can't handle this. So I'm going to go a bit quiet. Again, like it's really taught me that like if you just don't want to open a message or you don't want to reply to it, then don't. Which is absolutely fine. Yes. You shouldn't yes. have to apologise for that at all. It's ridiculous. And that, my friend, is something that I would love to take post-lockdown. Because feeling like you need to talk to everyone and be present all the time is unrealistic. It's completely unrealistic. Because to have a proper conversation with someone, especially as now that we are like, we're not really kids anymore. You don't have silly little conversations about nothing anymore. No. People ask about what they're doing with their lives, whether at uni, their career, people having, you know. Mm-hmm. I've got like people my age with like company cars and all sorts of boring things like that. So Literally. you can have a conversation with someone that's really mature. And yeah. to give that level of conversation to five, six, seven, eight people a day. It's tiring. When people swipe up on their story and they're like, ha ha ha, and you're just like, ha ha. What do you say to that? Like, at what point do you say, can we stop having these pointless conversations? Because you don't want to offend anyone, but also we've realised how precious time is now. It's like, at what point do you say, can we stop this like... On the one hand, time is precious, but at the same time, anybody I know and love knows that if I don't reply to them, I don't hate them. Yeah. Like, if I didn't reply to you, which I have done on all occasions, you'd just be like, oh, you're busy. I'd be uh, like, that's sweet. I don't hate you for it yeah. because we're... But we're adults and we have shit to do. And, like, yeah. we also might have and shit going on and a job. If like, you have we've concerns got... for me, you would message me and be like, are you okay? Like, is there something wrong? And I would immediately reply and be like, no, I'm absolutely fine. Or, yes, there is a problem. I'm not going to be 100% all the time. I'm not going to want to message everyone back. It goes back into being, like, in year eight of, like, oh, my God, he's not talking to me. Oh, my God, I fell out of him. You know, like, I think people think that we are living in TOWIE. Oh, my God. And we're not. This is Great Britain in 2020, guys. (laughs) Like, come on. Up your game. Yeah. Get that fire exit door. No, I've much preferred calling people. Yes. I absolutely obsessed i did this before lockdown to be fair so like this isn't something new for me but i've much preferred not texting someone for like a week two weeks and then sitting down for like an hour and just getting lost in conversation exactly what we're doing now like you can't always get the message across through a text and it's so nice to hear people's voices as well especially when we're all stuck inside and this is something I want everyone to take yeah. out into 2021, post-lockdown, whenever that is. Phone calls are fine. They're not just for mums. Oh, wow, bloody Greta, giving everyone instructions on what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm through with you, because, like, what we're doing now, I, you know, hypothetically, like, after this, it's like, we don't need to talk to each other for a long time, and then we can meet up again and then chat again. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, exactly, I know like, what you mean. Like, I don't need to chat to you every day and say, hey, how's you? Hey, how are you? Hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? But like, like, what? Like, what kind of level of conversation or friendship is that? Like, that's just pathetic. But if someone's messaging me every day going, how are you? I'm like, 
I'm in lockdown. Mm. Nothing's happening. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> yeah. What have you been up to? Nothing. We can't do anything. I watched The Chase. <laughs> I watched Catchphrase. Like... It was amazing. I watched The Wheel. I l- Catchphrase <laughs> is so underrated. I absolutely love Catchphrase. And I'm sat there, like every single competition show, I'm sat there going, I could do better than everyone on that show. <laughs> <laughs> And Stephen Mulhern is incredible. I'm sat on the edge of my seat. And then, like, you know when none of the contestants can get it and then all of the audience, like, shout it. I'm like, yeah! I said that five minutes ago! (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Mulhern is the love of my life. Star of stage and screen, he is the love of my life. Like, he's... Speaking of TV shows, what have you been watching during lockdown? What's been keeping you going? I'm putting you on the spot. It's not that hard of a question, uh, but <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh my god, I have been watching with my mum Flowers on Channel Four. Mm. Go on, I don't know what this is. Educate so me. It is a uh, drama all the way from 2016 mm-hmm. um, with Olivia Coleman, and it's about this kind of dysfunctional family who live in the South, similar to like where I live. And it's about how they all have their little stories going mm-hmm. on and none of them really talk to each other. And it sort of like begins that you're going, what the hell, they're this crazy family, they're like mm-hmm. totally mental. And then at the end, you realise that maybe it's a bit more reflective of real life. Right. And it is so Ooh. good. I like these so, like circle narrative so things good. where they go back yeah. to the beginning. I highly recommend. It's really good. There are bits of it where you're like, okay, this writing is a bit interesting here. But it's really good. So that is on... I was watching it on 4 On Demand, but series 1 has just... Oh, sorry, all 4, I should say. Can't apply for a job for them if I don't know what it's called. 4OD. What am I 4OD. Um, <laughs> so series 1 has just gone off it. But if you are a student at a university... Which I am. I believe you will have access to something called Box of Broadcasts. So it's oh. what we use at university. But you go on this website called Bob and it has a recording of everything that has appeared on TV ever since like 1950. Piss off. I started watching this season called Money Heist, which is um, La Casa de Papeles, I think. It's a Spanish series, but it's on Netflix and it's incredible. And um, I watch it to try and keep up with my studies as well so that mm. I can like, because it's so difficult being on, uh, not a gap year, but like, a break from uni without any studies or anything like that so i'm trying to like keep my spanish content up and it's so good but i like get really mm. into them and then it'll become part of my life because i'm not going anywhere or seeing anyone and it's like <laughs> get really into these characters i'm really bad for watching something and then convincing myself that i'm in the program oh my god i'll, I'll like think that everyone knows what i'm going on about when i start talking about these programs or like having dreams about it. I'm fully convinced myself because I've been watching it for like nine hours that it's my life and it's absolutely not. Because <laughs> it has been absolutely like months since I've like seen anyone. I mean, obviously, like you can post what you want online. Oh I've got you on Facetime, so I like no, know I that know what you mean. obviously the the listeners can't see you, but I can see that you look happy and healthy. Well, I did and, um... get an A level in drama, so. <laughs> I've got something for you. Uh, so I'm ready. So I, my mum wanted something from ASOS yesterday, and I am right. such a Tory that I paid for the like ASOS premier delivery, whatever. 
Oh, God. Um, but when it arrived, it had, like, a little... You know, it has, like, adverts in there and stuff, like, bits of card. Yeah. And it Like a little voucher. Yeah, but it had a voucher for Grey's. And I've had Grey's... You know what Grey's is? Like, the snacks. I'm going to pretend like I do. They're, like, the <laughs> snacks, and they're, like... They come in, like... Oh, right, like, okay. Oh, wait, shit. Yeah, they give you, like, nuts and, like, seeds and, yeah, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, Iconic. literally, like, bird food. Um, And I normally <laughs> buy, like... Last year, they'd always be at, like the mega boxes of Grey's, like packets uh-huh. would be on offer. So I'd always buy them and eat like the little fuckers and stuff. Oh, okay. But there That's was cute. a voucher for it. And so I bought it, said you got like your first one free. So the same as like the Pret subscription, I had to sign up. So I've ordered my free Grey's and you get to like personalize what you want. And then I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't want to give into their advertising, but I think I might just pay for this and have it every fortnight <gasps> because to get a four pound box of snacks every fortnight that's mm. like a big box of snacks and then me be able to be like you know what i'm a healthy queen because i just ate some nuts it's the giving in to the all these brands playing off the fact that everyone's stuck inside during lockdown i mean i'm giving into it but like i wouldn't know where to start if i wanted to eat some healthy snacks right. so i my plan even though this won't work <laughs> is to eat them <laughs> And then when I learn what I like, then I can try and, like, buy them myself. Uh-huh. Excuse me. I've been holding in a bat for so long, but I didn't want to get it out, so you've beaten me. Sorry, well I was done. thinking about Uber Eats. Um, yeah, so, like, giving in to brands. Yeah. And giving in to, like, everyone is promoting, like, you're stuck inside, you need this, you want this. And I'm like, do you know what? Sometimes... Yes, I do want that Mackey's. I do want that two for Tuesday on Domino's. I need that. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went for a run. Oh, I don't do sports, like, my love. I'm a twink. Twinks don't do sports. What? Twinks don't do sports. Twink? Yeah. Speak yourself, Marlon. I was speaking with myself, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm the king of firm. <laughs> which is basically the same thing i'm basically a twink (laughs) (laughs) just in denial um yeah i downloaded the the night running app like ages ago and i was like oh yeah um this was back when i was talking to this boy and he was like you can download that app and we can like run and see when each other's running and i was like (laughs) at the time i was like oh my god yeah that sounds like such a good idea when really you were like cut to now and i'm like I've just finished a whole box of celebrations on my own, like, and I just had a gin, and I have no plan of <laughs> going outside my room today. <laughs> and then he's there, like, eating, like, ten bowls of scrambled egg to be like, yeah, let's go to the gym. Followed by his absolute mega box of grapes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Springboarding off that, have you had any, like, new hobbies that you started during lockdown? Anything that you, like new realize that you can do or have you picked up (laughs) come on i i'm fully expecting you to say like crochet or knitting or no i feel like you might know this but you know when you just like something comes up on youtube recommended and you click on it i'm nodding and you're like i could do this (laughs) that's drag that's drag every single twink i can i can do that yeah i mean it's not drag but I have learned how to DJ. Period. Oh my God. And I, I didn't know what it was. It was, that is always something that I've just been like, 
bypass like it's just not my lane and then it was one point the two were just like came head to head and i was like i could do that that is the least tobias thing i have heard in my life i know i know i know but it's like in bold on my cv like i can dj i like you said when you were locked down and you're just like treat yourself buy something did you buy decks yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I actually didn't know this. I had no idea. I. That's because I'm so ashamed of it. It's just so awful. Like it's just so that's, awful. That's absolutely. That is my dream. But I bought like. My dream is to be able to DJ. Like that is. I would love to be able to do that. <laughs> you know how you get like when you learn to ride a bike and you get one with stabilizers on. Is, you have a, a, a DJ decks with stabilizers on it. It's like the equivalent of DJ decks. It was still really expensive, and it's like professional stuff, so you can do some really cool things. But I mean, like, it, it, Bojo pays for that, right? <laughs> it's so funny. I basically like I can do. If I if someone said to me next week I want you to come and DJ this like eleven year old's birthday party I could do it better than any of the eleven year old's birthday parties I've been to I could do it better than all the girls here <laughs> <laughs> sorry so yeah that's what hobby I've taken on board is remixing Rain on Me with like all sorts of other random shit that's sick I am so glad I asked you that question oh my absolute god that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone knows this, but in lockdown, one of the reasons why I did it was because none of us could, like, go out clubbing, uh-huh. I did online, like, Zoom discos. So what? I did DJ sessions with my group from uni. Fuck and everyone off. was just, like, having a rave in their kitchen. And people, like, invited their parents. Why was that one kept quiet from me? Why was I not involved in all of that? Because like... it was so shameful. Like, I just never posted it on my story. That's so funny. Because it's just, like, me. You actually have so many, like, you have your finger in so many... <laughs> 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 you have your finger in so many pies. Like, yeah, <laughs> that is the best thing that I've heard this 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 year. <laughs> I'm so glad that I asked you this question that I invited you on here today. <laughs> well, I need to carry on with it so that I can get professional. Yeah. And then I can make money doing, like... Exactly. I could go, I could work in a club. Yeah. I could work in a club. I hope you do. I hope, I hope that like. I'm going to be the new Molly May DJ. I hope that these hobbies that we like and this energy that we have and that everything that we've spoken about, I hope that like all the positive things do continue into the year and like after lockdown because they've just all been incredible. And like just all the yeah. little positive things that we, all the moves that we've made and everything that we've done so far, like that isn't just stupid steps forward they're steps forward in the right direction and like we need to keep all these things in mind and keep pushing forward that's what i want to take out of lockdown well i've got this energy and it's not going anywhere it better fucking not i want to see you in gay with this energy being yourself being confident and 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 not downplaying your talent and and your creativity that's the main thing yeah that i want oh you're so sweet i'm trying to be All right, well, I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, it's been okay. lovely having you on this, um, the first podcast of Safe House. Thank you for having me. Um, and maybe we'll have you on again, <laughs> because it sounds like you had a good time, and I absolutely did have a good time as well. Oh, yeah, I want you to have me back. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> have me back, but I want to be paid next time. I'll make sure oh, okay. gets oh, paid. Oh, you don't tell people that we're not paying you. That... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just I was paying you with exposure is that not what people do with artists well 
<laughs> right. Anyway, I'm gonna wrap it up. Thanks for coming on today. I hope all the listeners have enjoyed us chatting shit for hours. Thanks for coming, everyone. Make sure you go and click on all the adverts <gasps> that appear in all my videos. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But go and. I'm gonna tag Tobias in whatever, whether it's the comments or like in a t- in a post or whatever. Um, but all the links will be somewhere. Go and support Dan because he is a goddess from above. And when I say above, I mean the north. I've been waiting for my compliment for this whole podcast, and I finally got one. I'm gonna have to end it there. <laughs> <laughs> end it on a good note. Right. Thank you for coming. My pleasure. I'll see you soon. <laughs>